Good morning, this is John Arthur from the UK team here today. I'm delighted that I've got Nathan Sweeney and Alex Byrne, two of our investment managers, here to talk to us about what's gone on last week and also some views for the week ahead. So if I can first turn to you, Nathan. So there's some pretty big news on the manufacturing front last week. And how do you think the US government and perhaps even the Federal Reserve are likely to respond to the quite weak data, if we're being honest? Sure. Uh, so let's take a, a look at that number firstly. So essentially, if you have a reading of 50 and above it means that manufacturing is expanding and anything below 50 means it's contracting so the manufacturing figure came in at 49.1 so this is the lowest reading that we've had since 2016 so for a lot of people they have been very focused on recession so the question is is this another indicator of recession luckily the answer is no so if we look back to 1975 there have been 11 instances where we've had manufacturing going into contraction. And in six of those instances, a recession did not occur. And counterintuitively, uh, what you tend to find is industrials tend to outperform after you get a contraction in manufacturing. So the question is, why would that happen? If manufacturing is contracting, then essentially industrials should be contracting. But the answer is, is that it usually leads to a fiscal response from the government through increase spending on defense. So you tend to find that aerospace and defense companies within the industrial sector outperform over the next 12 months. And next, if I turn to you, Alex, for, for a moment, if I can, have there been any developments over the past week or so in terms of the uh, trade talks between the US and China and any likely butterfly impact from that or butterfly effect? I think so the sentiment around the trade war continues to move markets constantly. So there's constant developments, positive or negative. Whether that's committee going in or genuine talks being arranged or whether it's just a tweet, it, whatever it is, it tends to be moving markets. It's been more optimistic very recently, I would say, but that's after a long period of further negativity and a hardening of, of standards on both sides, which has led to most markets being up. So the S&P at the minute is only 2% off its highs. But again, even in the past week, there's been differentiation in how markets have reacted. So at the start of the week, there was pushback from the Americans that they weren't going to delay, or they weren't going to put this delay on this extension to the tariffs for the Chinese, so markets sold off. And on Thursday, they cited towards this early October date of having some kind of delegation meet between the US and China. So that pushed markets up positively. So you can see even, even intra-week, you're getting these big market movements on will they, won't they kind of thing. I think my sort of headline view overall has always been the same. The things that are the sticking points will be the Chinese trying to protect their intellectual property and the US trying to do the same in China the Belt and Road Initiative by the Chinese and the sponsorship of certain targeted industries within China. I don't think any of those things are ever going to change. They're always going to be sticking points and they're always going to be things that China will want to have in place. So whatever agreement they get to in my eyes is always going to be something of a fudge, whether that's the Chinese buying more agricultural goods for the sake of it. I think those three things are the key sticking points, but I don't really see a lot of resolution to them. And also there was some, some pretty interesting news on the jobs front in the US last week. And, and you're getting economists kind of interpreting this in two different ways. Some saying they're positive and others a little bit more thoughtful and perhaps even bearish on that. What has been your take? I mean, the US is obviously your, your sector. So, you know, I think when you look at the jobs data, there are a number 
of different elements that you need to focus on. Uh, if we look at the headline number, unemployment still remains quite low, so it's coming in at 3.7%. But what people did pick out from that number was a big increase in wage inflation. So the question is, is that something that's going to persist because it's been lacking for such a long time? Uh, the average wage inflation has been running at about 3.4%. Anything in around 4 tends to be inflationary. And the figure that we got last Friday reading was over 4, so it could lead to inflation. But we'd need to see some persistent wage inflation on that side. Because arguably, as you get to full employment, there's a smaller pool of people to employ from. So it actually leads to wage inflation. But we just have to focus on those figures over the next couple of months to see if that's a trend that's persisting. And if I can quick get your take on, on the week ahead, which um, economic data is most likely to get you on the edge of your seat in a week or so? Yeah, so I think if we look at the US, now the stock market is you know, within touching distance of its high that it set on the 26th of July. So the question for a lot of people is, you know, where do markets go from here? Can they go higher? Uh, so I think the big focus for September is it's all about stimulus. And I don't actually mean rate cuts because we know that rate cuts are coming. I'm actually talking about fiscal stimulus. So we have an ECB meeting this week and everybody is expecting some form of asset purchase program. But, you know, will that be bigger than expected? And will they talk about fiscal stimulus? Because this is the one thing that's been lacking over the last number of years. It's government spending. So we need to see if there are any signs of that coming through. And that'll be quite an important driver for markets. Yeah, thanks, Nathan. Definitely a lot to don't look forward to the right word, but keep an edge of our seats for the next week. Okay, well, thanks a lot for your time, guys. I look forward to catching up again in the next couple of weeks. Thank you. Thank you.